0: And welcome back to the Thriving Intuitive Podcast. I'm joined today with Jillian Rothschild. Hello, how are you?
1: Hi, good morning. It's good to see you.
0: It's so good to have you here. Ah, oh, it looks like a beautiful day where you are. How is how is your day going?
1: It's great. I live in Phoenix, Arizona, so we're currently in monsoon season. So normally it's like 110 degrees. And today we're blessed with like a little bit of rain and cooler temperatures. So it's like 75 degrees when I woke up, which is amazing.
0: Oh, that sounds
1: lovely. Yeah, it's just that's great. Awesome. We've got some rain, which we love. So it was a good evening.
0: That's great. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. It's a little bit, cl- It's we're in the California gloom, it's the morning is gloom mm-hmm. and the afternoon is like hot enough to go to the pool. <laughs> yep,
1: I used to live in Los Angeles, so I remember the gloom, the morning gloom.
0: Remember that? Yeah, yeah. i for sure I do. Well, you guys, I'm so excited to talk to Jillian today about feng shui and about Chinese astrology. <clears throat> and all of you listeners, Thriving Intuitives, who know I love talking so much about all the different astrology topics, <laughs> like I could just go on all day. I love it. <clears throat> so I hope you enjoy this episode Over the past decade, Raven Scott has first exited an abusive relationship, then found her healing and renewal through the very tools she shares in this book. This incredibly relatable story is a healing guide that weaves a story of an empath growing up, struggling with codependency, and loving a narcissist. It guides you in transforming yourself from low self-esteem, PTSD, emotional abuse, to a strong, confident, and renewed soul. Plus, it includes a bonus chapter on the basic overview of human design, your soul's unique blueprint. Grab your copy of this book on sale today, available on Amazon now. Today, Jillian specializes in feng shui for res- residential and business. Just to let you know a little bit more about her. She also specializes in Chinese astrology, destiny analysis, auspicious date selection, divination with I Ching and Qi Min Dun Jia. Did I say that it- right? Qimen dun Chi Chimendunjia. Right. It's qimen. just
1: easy to say Men. That's the easy way to do it. Chimen Perfect.
0: Yeah. yeah. Jillian is a classically trained feng shui expert who has been working in private feng shui consultation since 2010. She helps people who are feeling tormented with big unanswered life questions. Thank you so much for being here for us and our listeners. <laughs>
1: When you're really, when your heart is really aching for Uh, some clarity and you just don't, like sometimes you just are in a situation you're like, what is going on? I just don't even know what the heck is happening. You
0: are so here for us. I appreciate you, but are (laughs) unable to choose which direction to go to, right? Absolutely. So they are looking for someone they can trust to help them get clarity so they can confidently move forward. Um, You also specialize in collaborating with clients over time to awaken new possibilities including personal and professional goals, and assisting each client in achieving them. So as part of your classical feng shui work, you consult with both residential and business properties worldwide. So cool. I think it's cool so much. Yeah. That's just, (laughs) I love it. That's just a really, really cool focus and you've been doing it for a while. So you still think it's cool. Yeah. That's your passion. I still think it's cool. Yeah. (laughs) I
1: used to, I started my career in college admissions counseling. I spent 20 years doing advising and counseling and I still really love that aspect of what I do. I love talking to people about what's going on and supporting them and getting clarity so they can move forward in that advising component of the role. I don't, I sort of shy away from the word coach. (laughs) I feel like more of a guide or an advisor um, or a counselor because I'm just here to give you information and you can make your own choices. I love that. I love it that. My experience with the coach is like, you will
0: do it this way. And I'm like, no, no, no. You make your own choices. That's true. I do yeah. love that. That play on the words and how it psychologically kind of is a connotation of like, oh, I have to do it exactly like they're telling me. It's like, no, this is your, this is your journey. Yeah. This is your flow. Yeah. Oh, wow. So first, before we dive into how you got started, I want to know just the basics. Like, can you explain to us what is feng shui for all of us who don't know? And maybe we think we know, but we don't know correctly. I'd love for you to explain that.
1: So if we were in an elevator and I had just a second to, so, and you are like, what do you do? And I say, oh, I do feng shui. Well, what the heck is that? Well, so feng shui is the Chinese art and science of bringing harmony and balance into any environment. And when we're in an environment that is balanced and harmonious, then it lends support to our lives. And when our lives have support through our physical environment, then it's just easier for us to achieve the things that we want in life, like well-being, abundance, happiness, health, empowerment, all you know, anything that you're looking for in your life, anything that's under the umbrella of the human experience is impacted by the energies in your physical environment. So to me, it's like you need it like breathing. You need environment that supports you. It's just another resource in your toolbox for how to live the best life you can live.
0: Mm, mm, I love that. Yeah. And you know, it's funny. You don't even realize it, but it's like something could be off like where you're sitting or which direction you are or what have you. And it can really be messing with your energy. Right.
1: And I think that the bulk of us don't know, I mean, yeah. we don't know, right? Yeah, we, we, just, don't know. we just live our lives and we go, oh, I had an argument with my boss or, oh, my relationship with my partner isn't is the way I want it to be. Or, oh, my kid's kind of acting out and I don't know why. And, you know, things were great last year, but now this year things seem really strange. Or I moved into this house and six months ago, and now my life is not the way that I want it to be. And I don't, I don't know what's going on. And so we we just sort of walk through life and going, oh, well, I have these problems. And we don't really consider that our environment is has an impact in that. But My perspective is that if you want to feel a sense of empowerment, if you want to feel a sense of well-being and confidence, and you want to feel like you're going with the flow of your life, then you should consider the significance of your physical environment.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's so cool. So now, how did you get started in feng shui?
1: Well, looking back, I would rearrange my furniture all the time as a kid in my bedroom. (laughs) I mean, I grew (laughs) up in sort of one house, and um, my dad still lives there, and I mean, I have pictures of my bed in this corner and my desk in that corner. And then like the next time it was like all around, I would move my stuff around a lot. Mm -hmm. And so I was a little bit of a weird kid. I was into alternative stuff. I fought with my dad for the newspaper because he wanted the crossword puzzle and I wanted the horoscope section. And that (laughs) was one of my first memories of being into anything that was sort of different. Mm -hmm. And then it led to natural curiosity. Like kids were into like Ouija boards and tarot cards and Herbs and like anything, anything different. That I, I lived in Dayton, Ohio. I grew up in, I'm from Ohio, and mm-hmm. like it was a kind of a parochial, conservative area. So all that stuff was a little on the edge of what would be considered acceptable. Mm-hmm. I went to college. I went into this like self help phase of my life where I wanted to understand myself better and try to be the best person I could be. And in that process, I got into Reiki and I got into uh, understanding different perspectives on healing. And I ended up with a bunch of books on feng shui and I thought I was going to try to implement it myself and it wasn't really working the way that I thought I wanted, it was supposed to work. Like, no, it's not ever, it's not all on book. It never is. And yeah. so I ended up ha- being with a company and I was doing really, really well at this company. And they moved me from where I lived, uh, in, P- in P- Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, over here to Arizona. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was going to be like, I was in my college admissions years. Like I was moving and grooving in the company. Things were going really well. And like, they moved me. Like they wanted me to open a unit. And I was like, I'm going to be at this company forever. This is what I'm going to do. And yeah, um, I bought a house out here in Phoenix and very quickly, everything started to fall apart relationship with my bot. Like they brought in a new manager. That relationship didn't go well. The team wasn't what it needed to be. Things were changing. It was very uncomfortable. Communication was terrible. And it just led to a situation where I was like, I'm I'm not doing this anymore. And then when I had stepped down and I could like take a step back from all the chaos, I was like sitting in my house, my new house that I'd only been in for a few months. And I was like, what happened? How did this happen? And then I was like, maybe it's the house. Yeah. (laughs) Moved into this house. And it led me to hire my first teacher. And she came in and she was like, do these things. And I'm very task oriented. And I did them. And it was like, and everything just kind of clicked. And my life started getting better. And it was a really great experience. I mean, I thought I was getting like low budget interior design because I moved into this house. I didn't have a stitch of anything on the walls. There was no plants. There was no pictures. There was nothing. Yeah. And um because I was in such a state, I couldn't think clearly about what to, what I wanted or what it should look like. And that's what I thought I was getting was so much more.
0: <laughs> wow. That <laughs> and, was divine. Cause you could have just gotten an interior designer who didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> and I used to work at One Imports. Uh-huh. I, I'm, so I know, I mean, I, I, I know what it is
1: to yeah. put stuff on your walls. I know right. what it's supposed to look like, but I just couldn't think, I couldn't think clearly. I was just in a really, I felt stuck. I needed someone to sort of kick me in the butt and get things moving And, um, yeah, that's how it started. And that led me onto a path of going, Oh, well, this is great. If I can do this, anybody can do this. Not, this is what I want to do. I want to help people with this. So I started building a business. I started studying. I'm really studying. And, um, I was with a master teacher for a year and a half doing private mentorship, which is really what you're supposed to do. And I was still at the company this whole time, right? I'm building a business, I'm learning, I'm training, and I'm staying at this company. And, the company, things are at The company are going really well. And uh my performance is great. So when
0: everything like knit up in your house, did things change at your job? Because you were like, I don't want to do this anymore.
1: Well, I had stepped down to a different role, right? So okay. I moved to a different role and it was like a performance-based role. And like all my relationships in that role were really great. My performance is really great. And while I'm doing this advanced study, this year and a half advanced mentorship with my teacher like this is how you really learn feng shui yeah
0: yeah you was, can't do it
1: from a book you really can't do it from a book i mean it's i've it's, tried i'm probably going to write a book but it's really not all going to be in a book right And I'm testing these formulas because mm-hmm. i want to test things yeah. to make sure that they work so i can say to a client like yeah this works or this doesn't work and this is why right. and so as i'm testing these formulas things are getting better and opportunities are coming things are happening for my husband and then the money comes in so then there was this time period where we were going to be bonused and I got a check with a lot of extra zeros that I was not expecting. I just was like, I'm just doing my performance and I'm just living my life and I'm studying and I'm doing good in my job and I'm just kind of doing my own thing. And yeah, then when the zeros, extra zeros came, my husband was like, cha-ching, there's something to this. And I was like, all right. He Sounds like-, like
0: mine where he's like dancing in the background, taking us <laughs> straight to the bank. I'm like, great. Okay, here you go. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it it was definitely a process. It wasn't a, it wasn't a one-time thing. It was something that happened over a few years. Yeah. And, um, then we left that house. Like, you know, we sort of were like, okay, we're outgrew the space. And I learned what was wrong with that house and why I shouldn't have bought that house and what I was Mm. doing to fix it. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, buy another house. And so we moved into this house that we're currently in. Yeah. Um, And that was, that's been a whole other different experience. And so it's all learning and it's all growing. And, um, isn't it true that
0: sometimes it's, um, it's about the orientation of the land sometimes. Yes. So if classical feng shui, it's all about
1: how the energies in the land, the exterior of the land are coming to your property. So, the shape of the mountains, the flow of the rivers, the hills, the roads, all the lakes, the things that are you know in your physical environment and how the chi or the energy is, uh, is coming to you. And that is related to the orientation of your property on the land. That's mm-hmm. one exterior component. Then we look at the interior. So once we know how the energy or the chi is coming to the property, then we can assess what the flow is on the internal uh, parts of the property and how you're using it for yourself because you have your own personal energy. So in feng shui, there's this concept of um heaven, earth, and man. So heaven is like what is fated for you. And earth is the feng shui where you live, the environment that you're in, and man is the choices that you make. So these are what are called the three lucks. Mm-hmm. So heaven luck, earth luck, and human luck. And so with feng shui, we can really help you with that third or so of that component of your luck. And then the man luck is your choices. So when we understand your personal energy, we understand how you make choices, the kinds of choices you're most likely to make and your energy pattern, how we can fit it into the property. So when we put that together, then the results really start to light up because if you're just walking around going, Oh, if I, if I change my color of my curtains, my life will get better. It doesn't work like that. (laughs) Money does not fall out of the sky. If, there, there's a lot of myths out there and a lot of misinformation about, and concepts about feng shui that are out on social media that are, are great. If, if that's what you feel like you need, but if you try it and it's not working, which is what I did, <laughs> mm. I tried all these sort of social media things and it didn't hold, it didn't work. Can you um, debunk one? Sure. Yeah. So yeah, there is a concept out on social media called the Bagua, which is a real concept, but the Western application of the Bagua is that it's always oriented the same way based on your front door. And so this basically says there's a relationship corner, there's a love corner, there's a a fame area, there's a career area, there's a money corner, and you should put a tree in your money corner. And if that was true, like Jeff Bezos would have a sequoia tree in his house. Like that doesn't makes sense. These multinational companies all over the world making gazillions of dollars would have forests in their buildings. Like that doesn't even make sense. So this is what I mean about there are some concepts that are out there and they don't really, when you start to think about them, they don't really hold. Um, And it's just a misunderstanding about the genuine application of feng shui. And so there's no money tree or Jar of bamboo in your house that is going to bring you money. Like it just doesn't work like that. It can't get you money for sure. And yeah. so yeah, like, dying. I have like, two different.
0: lucky bamboos from the, our Chinese New Year because my husband's very into that. Like that's great. I mean, <laughs> and it's he's got to two be- in the front, but he doesn't really care about where they're placed. He just like right. wants them there. He's like right there, great. <laughs> right.
1: I mean, it's not really, it's not really beneficial unless you know what you're curing or what it's for. Like if it's, if you like it and it's pretty and it's healthy, like that's great, but that's not really activating or triggering the, the energy to be connected. If it has a feel good factor, brings oxygen to your space. I mean, I have plants in my house, you're yeah. just plants. Like, but if your plants are dying, then that might be a cue that the energy in that particular area is not so hot. So that's mm. also something to pay attention to. Good point. Yeah. So that's I'm on, just my, like one I'm on my second
0: round of these guys and I'm noticing my leaf over here. I'm like, I'm watering you. I'm
1: wet. So, <laughs> well, yes. it could be that there's a visiting energy. So one of the things that I do in my practice is something called flying stars and flying stars are visiting energies that move around in a very specific and particular pattern. And they visit, they move from year to year, month to month, day to day, hour to hour. So this is the four pillars. This is how they move. And um, it could be that this year, there's just a negative energy in your space that plants aren't going to thrive. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Have you ever encountered like actual negative uh, energies like that are attached to a certain property or space like that are there and you have to release them or are they always traveling?
1: Well, so those are two different questions, right? So there is so one concept of energy in a space is something called predecessor chi, which is like entities or spirits or ghosts, like right. that would be the word we would use, right that where the energy that is sort of a previous energy that is stuck and it could be like a spirit or a ghost. That's yeah. happened for sure. That's happened. There's there's stuff floating around all the time. We don't know it. Um, it's, that's definitely happened or I've had to like move a spirit out of a space. It's not my, it's actually not my jam. It's not thing I really like to do or what I, it's not my area of expertise. I've done it. I can do it. It's just not, I will really have somebody else do it actually, but I can identify it. Um, so yeah, that I, have is a great,
0: I have a great medium who's going to be on our podcast in November. Maybe I should connect you. So you're like, okay, can you just please move this energy? Like she's amazing. And you guys I would collaborate love collaborate on those. Yeah. yeah. It's
1: good to have a team of people that you really trust. And yeah. like, <clears throat> I have a lady here in Phoenix who is Native American. And so she's blessed to do Native American land. like, I'm very sensitive to that. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, I definitely have a team of people and I'm happy to meet all kinds. And it's good to have like sort of a toolbox full of people that can help. Yeah. And then there's another energy that you're talking about, like with flying stars, Mm -hmm. sometimes the energy is what's called locked. So um, if, if, if your money is locked, you can be in a house where you can't get the flow of abundance going financially. And if it's locked, then it has to be unlocked. That's actually pretty rare. Usually it's something else. Usually there's an obstacle. There's an energetic obstacle happening around money, but it's usually not that the money's is locked. Um, it's usually something else, which is mm. a lot easier to deal with. When when there's a money lock, it's really hard mm. to address. Okay, um, but it happens. So
0: yeah, there's two different sides to that question. Mm, you got my you got my wheels thinking here, and I'm sure all you listeners too. Uh, if you're watching here on YouTube, uh, type down below star to to let me know that you or your wheels are turning just like mine. <laughs> stars yeah do you have or maybe also comment below do you have like a plant that seems to not really be thriving in a certain spot like just let let us know in the comments below here on youtube and obviously you can always dm us and reach out if you're listening to this audio on instagram i will um, put the handles in the link in the show notes Oh my gosh, so much good stuff. Okay. We are almost just about our halfway point. So I want to transition and um, have us continue this continuous conversation tomorrow on our podcast. Everyone stay tuned. Follow uh, Jillian at Feng Shui in motion. And of course, you can always screenshot this uh, episode, put it in your stories or your feed and tag both of us at Thriving with Raven and feng shui in motion connect with us and reach out we'd be so happy to connect and um yeah just start a conversation about what's going on in our houses and our energy and our abundance all right so um everyone thank you so much for listening stay tuned and we're going to continue this conversation tomorrow